You don't understand, George, that Ukraine is not even a state. What is Ukraine? Part of its territories is Eastern Europe, but the greater part is a gift from us. Vladimir Putin talking to George Bush. Man, you hear this bullshit they be talking? Every day, man, it's like these motherfuckers is just like professional liars, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Listen. Sit downs. Oh, it's just me, though. Tilo. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the sit downs uh, with just Tilo today because Ahmad is still out there exploring the world, having a good time, I hope. And so, yeah, we'll just have a little mini episode here to uh, hold you over until Amar comes back. Don't worry, we won't have some sort of weird uh, monologue about insecurities and uh, imposter syndrome and all that. No, that's not what we're dealing about. Today, we're, I'm just going to talk to you about some stuff that I just read recently and I think is of note or interesting at the very least. Perhaps you learn something, who knows? That's, that's the goal here, right? That's the mission, learning, uh, knowledge. Knowledge is important. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so, real quick, uh, how's everyone? Are you doing all right? I hope you're doing all right. I hope you're doing just well, even with all the new COVIDs and lockdowns and all that. I hope you're doing okay. Uh, want to talk to you about two different things. Today, we'll keep it light. We'll keep it brief. Uh, sort of episode you can listen to while having a pretty strenuous time at a bathroom. But, you know, that's the perfect amount of time I'm aiming for here. So... Uh, first thing I want to talk about, because this is something that's been confusing me personally for the longest time, is the difference between a neural network and artificial intelligence AI, but not the Kubrick, uh, Kubrick, what was, who was it? It was Kubrick and, oh, what's his name? E.T. Man. Uh, Spielberg. Yeah, Spielberg finished that movie, but Kubrick started it and then died halfway, starring Jude Law and uh, the kid who has grown old by now. Haley Joel Osment? Yeah. Anyway, no, not that sort of AI, more in the general sense of AI, as in how people are doing it, uh, or what people are striving for in today's modern age. Yeah. So, the, because to me, before I even read this fine article, I'll put a link to it in the description, because all I really do for you guys is skim and paraphrase. I'll put a link in there so you guys can listen, uh, read it, and I encourage you to. But, the um what i always thought was that they were essentially the same interchangeable words right neural networks and ai is just like oh neural network is how ai works and it's um kind of yes but kind of no you see ai doesn't exist at least not the way you think because when we think of artificial intelligence it's true that there are ais that exist currently but exist only for very specific purposes right um my my fellow chess players, you probably know about like Stockfish or that kind of thing, right? Uh, chess World Championships happening right now. Very exciting time if you're that kind of boring person. But the problem with AI is that, at least what we have now, is that they're very specifically made for very singular purposes, right? You have Stockfish and it's only good for playing chess you can't have that route your airplanes right uh and that's where neural networks come in right because what we want from ai isn't just artificial intelligence it's artificial general intelligence that is to say intelligence that can work in different fields and scenarios without having to 
rewrite or reboot the whole thing and start over again. Uh, so that's why we have neural networks, which is what I learned. Neural networks are, in case you're unfamiliar, um, here's an analogy, all right? So you, you uh, find fire, yeah? And you burn yourself in the fire because you're young and stupid or you're old and stupid, whatever. But you learn that fire burn pain, right? And the way that's formed is because of the neurons shooting in your brain. And you're just like, whoa. Your brain's just like, whoa, I've learned something today. I've learned fire bad. And now there's a new neuron pathway in your brain. I am very much simplifying uh, neuroscience because I am not a brain surgeon. But that's how your neural network works, at least in the very basicest of theory. But uh, so we have artificial neural networks, right? And what these things do is the same thing. You, you feed it inputs and like outputs as well, and it will start to associate the two. Little known fact, whenever you're doing the captcha, right? You're trying to log into some website or something that's like, click on every tile that has a car or whatever. What you're actually doing is you're training a robot somewhere out there to recognize cars or to recognize buses or stop signs or whatever it is they ask you to identify in the picture. That's kind of how this works. You do the same problem thousands of times, adjust the response, right? Adjust the feedback and then the computer will be on its own able to solve these problems without outside input. There's a lot of very cool shit out there currently uh, that uses this. Most recently, there is a, a neural network generated painting application you can download on your phone. I believe it's called Dream, uh, made by Wombo. I don't really know much about Wombo. I'm sure if I looked them up, they'd be evil or something. But uh, it's very cool. You can just put input whatever phrase you ha- want up to 100 characters. And it will then generate a painting, a s- sort of surrealist abstract painting uh, based on the input you give. And I think I just have a lot of fun just putting in words and then trying to figure out why the words I put in resulted in the painting you get. Uh, but that's also in a way just free practice for this neural network. So to repeat, Right, just for everyone at home before we move on to the the real meat of today's uh, mini-sode. Neural networks are the uh, uh, mechanics through which we attempt to build AI, right? So whenever someone tells you, whoa, this neural network could be like the the, the Skynet or whatever, it's going to destroy us all and eat my babies. Um, Your babies don't taste good, for one thing. But the second thing is, no, we're very far away away from the likes of Skynet or Am uh, for, yeah, Am. Am's probably the granddaddy of evil AI in science fiction. Y'all should uh, read I Have No Mouth and Can't Scream because that's like four pages long and the cornerstone of evil AI science fiction. But I'm, I digress. Anyway, I hope you learned from that. Uh, let's talk about the real stuff I wanted to talk about today, though. Uh, while Amma's gone, and that is the Ukraine. Remember Ukraine? You know Ukraine. Remember when Crimea, when was that, 2019, uh, pre-pandemic, when Crimea was uh, annexed by Russia? And uh, even now, there's news of, let's see, how many, how many was it? There's a a ton of people coming in. Uh, 
Putin is sending about 175,000 Russian troops will be on the border of Ukraine or near Ukraine, in quotes, uh, by early next year. Um, so that's not looking great, right? Russia looks like uh, that's a pretty aggressive move. Uh, that looks like Russia's probably going to walk into the Ukraine and just take it next year, which I don't know. Um, seems bad. So that's why I wanted to talk about the Ukraine, because a lot of you might be wondering just what is the deal with Russia and Ukraine? Why do they want it so bad, you know? And the answer to that is manyfold, and I'm not really the best person to answer. But I will give you my best because I don't think anyone else in your life is going to answer this question for you. You're welcome. Uh, it goes back all the way to the very beginning of Russia and Ukraine. Uh, to a place that is now, or a time, an empire, a nation, whatever you would call it, called the Kievan Rus, uh, which was a collection, a loose federation of Slavic, Baltic, Finnic uh, peoples in Eastern and Northern Europe. But as you may have guessed from the name, you geographically adept folks, uh, it was located in the Ukraine, in Kiev, right? And also guessing from the name, because you guys are eagle-eyed and very sharp-witted, uh, Rus is what Russia is named after, and also Belarus. There's the whole region sort of uh, can be linked back to the Kievan Rus, and to, uh, which was founded by Varangian Prince Rurik. Uh, doesn't matter, but Ukraine, Belarus, Russia all uh, claim Kievan Rus as their like cultural beginning, their cultural ancestors. So already you can see there's a link between Russia and Ukraine in that history, and even like uh, uh, so it goes well back before. Soviet era nonsense, right? Like, uh, Soviets was way later. They were already linked well before that. And people in the Ukraine speak Russian, uh, just to be clear. But, and I mean, don't forget that Crimea also democratically chose to become part of Russia, if I, if I remember correctly. Uh, from what I remember, they had an, a, a, a self-determinant uh, election or referendum, whatever the word is for that. I will double check. I would hate to give you guys misinformation. But uh, Crimea referendum. But yeah, they voted for it. They wanted to be part of Russia, the, the Crimeans. Uh, and the Russians were more than happy to accept. Because to Russians, even like modern Russians today, even people who are like anti-Putin, right? His competition, his opposition rather... Uh, everyone wants the Ukraine back in Russia. They they think of the Ukraine as part of them, of them right? Um, to paraphrase or to quote one article I was reading on the New York Times, uh, let's see here, they called it about, the, it says it's about a hurt national psyche uh, for the Russians and a historical injustice to be set right. One of Putin's former advisors uh, described their view of Ukraine, as in Russia's view of Ukraine, as trauma wrapped in a trauma. Uh, to Russia, Ukraine is like land 
and brothers and sisters that used to belong to them. To further that point, there was this um, thing I, I found out recently. Uh, like a few of the Soviet-era leaders, uh, uh, Khrushchev, I think, I'll have to double-check, Khrushchev and uh, Brezhnev, which, let's see, yeah, Khrushchev and Brezhnev, who are both uh, portrayed incredibly well in The Death of Stalin, which is a fun movie, were from Ukraine. So, like, even in more recent history, the Ukraine and Russia are intertwined, right? Furthermore, when when Putin and the Crimea, all that shit happened, uh, Pu Putin's approval ratings skyrocketed. And so, like, it's also just a good move for him to do that. But also, and this is uh, important to note, is that when you read a bit about the history of Russia, uh, the history of Russia, the military history of Russia, rather, is a history of desperately wanting access to the Baltic Sea. Um, you'll see it all the time when they try to take, well, you know, the whole Soviet thing, but also uh, when they try to take, uh, go through Iran or when they try to take the Yugoslav countries or that kind of thing. I'm not a historian. I could be wrong about those two specific examples. But Russia has always wanted sea routes because the sea they got up top at the north fucking worthless no one's going through there it just sucks they got no good shores so they've always wanted sea routes it's so it's not just a cultural but also a geo a, a, a geographical uh issue for russia so yeah i don't know um i don't know what to say uh even even current this is fun when i was reading up on this current ukrainian president uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, I hope I said that right, was uh, a comedian before. Fun fact, right? He was a Russian-speaking comedian. Uh, Ukraine did at one point, I think 2014, I'm not sure, they banned Russian-speaking comedians, which included current president uh, and former comedian, who himself was like, no, don't ban us. Uh, but that's because in 2014... The Ukrainians ousted a Russia-friendly president uh, and were really wanting to join Western institutions because everything I've said so far is from Russia's perspective. To the Ukrainians, Russians are... Uh, Russia, rather, is a monster. Another fun fact for you real quick, also about President uh, Zelensky, if assuming that's correct, is that he got his first big break... Uh, on a TV show that was translated into Servant of the People, where he played the role of the president of Ukraine uh, from 2015 to 2019. And 2019 is when he was voted in as president of Ukraine. So funny how that works, right? You know, uh, it's almost suspicious, but that's pretty cool. He won like a presidential campaign that was purely virtual and uh, from from a party that was named after the show. The party was also called Servant of the People. And, I mean, it all sounds very meme -y. He uh, won on the promise of just running for, uh, staying for one turn, and also being just generally not a lying politician. That was his thing. He tried to get the populace behind him this way. And, I mean, to his credit, it worked. So he is president currently. So good job, Vlad uh, Volodymyr. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, here's another quote. They stole our past. Now they're trying to steal our future. From Aliona Getmanchuk, uh, who is a Ukrainian, I don't know, thinker, 
part of a think tank is what it says here. I don't really know what those are. I can think all day, hire me, I'll be part of your think tank. But to the Ukraine, and I don't know why I keep calling it the Ukraine, but to Ukraine, Russia is like a huge threat, a threat that uh, the West doesn't seem to really want to stand up to. It's a, it's a weird game of chicken. The latest I've heard is that Joe Biden, let me just, and uh, Putin, right, uh, were scheduled to have a talk today, actually. So, yeah, let's see. Biden told Putin uh, that things we did not do in 2014, we are prepared to do now. Um, which I don't know what that means, because they didn't really do much. Uh but who knows, maybe they'll, like, is that, it's not even overtly threatening military action, it's just a vague, vague threat. I don't know if that's going to hold Putin off. That guy's been living with threats all his life. Uh, Biden was apparently direct and straightforward with President Putin, as he always is, uh, says CNN Politics. Uh, so take that for what you will. Um, yeah, I don't know. But... Yeah, I guess that's it. That's all I got for you today. Quick update on Ukraine, a little background on the Ukraine-Russia conflict, and uh, some stuff about AI and neural networks. Uh, that's all I got, okay? That's all I got. It's hard to do this on my own. Uh, so, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. If I got anything wrong, uh, please let us know. Or if you have anything you'd like us to talk about or address, or anything we just missed, you know? Hit us up at askthesitdowns.gmail.com. The email's in the description. It's always in the description. Uh, I'll put some links about the history of Kiev and Rus and the Ukraine and all of that stuff. I'll put that stuff down in the description for you as well. Uh, so if you want to read up on it, I, I, it is very interesting, I think. And yeah, um, we'll catch you guys next time with like a proper full-length episode and also proper full-length cast. So yeah, bye-bye.